This is Carol McLeod, and you're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. I am delighted to go digging for gold with you in the unmatched, powerful, restorative, and miraculous Word of God. Well, today we'll continue in our Bible study entitled Significant, Becoming a Woman of Unique Purpose, True Identity, and Irrepressible Hope. Before we start the Bible study today, I'd love to tell you about part of the joy that is evident and pervasive in my life. Did you know it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas? Although you might be listening to this podcast in October, November, or even March, in my heart, it's always Christmas. That's part of the joy of my life. Part of my call as a Bible teacher and author is to convince the people of my generation that Christmas is not a holiday or even a season, but Christmas is a lifestyle. I celebrate the extraordinary coming of Christ into the darkness of planet Earth every day of every year. I have actually written a devotional on that very subject entitled, Let There Be Joy. Let There Be Joy is a 25-day journey to Christmas that is certain to soften the most Scrooge-like heart and to compel you to sing the song, Joy to the World. Let it be the anthem of your life. You can purchase Let There Be Joy on Amazon, at Christian Book Distributors, or on my website, which is carolmccloudministries.com. But now back to the podcast. In today's study, we'll be focusing on the damage that stress can do to our lives. My friend, God doesn't want you to be stressed out. He doesn't want you to be frustrated or disgruntled, but he wants you to live a life of peace and purpose. So let's get to it. On our journey through becoming a significant woman, we've dealt with identity, purpose, and loneliness. And for the next two podcasts, we will be talking about the S word, stress. Have you ever watched a plate spinner? You know, one of those circus performers whose goal it is to spin 10 or 12 or 15 plates at ferocious speeds all at the same time, trying to make sure that one of them doesn't fall and break. It makes my blood pressure rise and gives me a migraine just to watch the utter focus that it requires and the frantic running around. I have come to believe that spinning plates is a dangerous profession. Okay. Well, now that you know you've been created by your father for purpose, that you're not an accident or a mistake. Now that you know that his purpose for your life is significant indeed, now that you know that you've been made in the exact image likeness and that you extract your identity from the one who created you, now that you know that your heavenly father sticks to you like super glue, that you're never alone. There is still one remaining tricky issue for the women of the 21st century to deal with, 
that issue is stress. We are expected as women to spin a multitude of plates. A Barna study says that 72% of all American women feel overwhelmed by the S word, stress. When you spin plates frantically, something or someone might break or crack or be crushed to smithereens. However, when the plates that you're spinning are your children, your parents, work outside the home, work inside the home, church, friendships, weight, you just keep spinning and hoping for the best. One interesting fact that I've read is over the past 70 years, since the end of World War II, women have been convinced that they can have it all. Women are encouraged to climb the corporate ladder, to run for public office, to earn advanced degrees, and at the same time, raise a healthy family, build a great marriage, and win Volunteer of the Year awards. While all of those endeavors are noble and even admirable, and valuable, no one, male or female, young or old, can do them all at the same time. I love this quote written by one of my heroines of the faith, Jill Briscoe. Lean in and listen to this. The secret to doing it all is not necessarily doing it all, but rather discovering which part of the all he has given us to do and doing all of that. So as we deal with stress, that's one thing I want you to pray about. I want you to ask the Father what you are supposed to do in this season of your life. So often I'll tell young moms, listen, for women especially, life is seasonal. So don't be shoveling snow when you should be planting flowers. Pray that the Father will show you what season of life you're in and what he has for you to do today. You don't need to do tomorrow's calling during today's life. Do you recall the scripture that we studied a few lessons ago? It was a conversation between two men in the Old Testament, Absalom, King David's son, and Ahithophel, who was formerly one of King David's chief advisors. So Absalom, King David's son, intentionally undermined his father's rule as king. Essentially, he set himself up as judge in Jerusalem and began to make promises of what he would accomplish if he were the new monarch. Well, after driving his father, King David, out of Jerusalem, Absalom, the desperate son, began to make devious plans to pursue and attack David's forces. Ahithophel, one of Absalom's chief advisors at this time, gave him this strategy from 2 Samuel 17.2. I will come upon him while he's weary and exhausted and terrify him so that all the people who are with him will flee. Then I will strike down the king alone. Ahithophel said, I will come upon him while he is weary and exhausted. In other words, while he is stressed out. You know, just like David, we all have an enemy who wants to take advantage of us. He wants us to be exhausted and weary every single day of our lives. The enemy knows that if he can keep us distracted with stress, that he is able to steal the abundant 
right out of our lives. Stress robs us. Stress robs us of joy. It dismantles our peace and denies us of our hope. Stress doesn't have the power to change tomorrow, but it sure can mess up today. So Ahithophel had said to Absalom, let's get him weary and exhausted. This word weariness in the Hebrew means to be faint, to wear out or to be worn out, to be tired, sick, fatigued, exhausted, and out of patience. Did um I just describe you? Because that is certainly the you that the enemy wants you to be. Satan is conniving and deceptive and secretive, and he will wear you out any way that he is able to do so. The enemy always fights the hardest when God has something great in store for a man or a woman. And one of the ways the enemy does this is to convince you that you've got to do all the things, that everything that comes your way, you must say yes to, because the enemy wants you weary and exhausted. Some of his strategies, some of the ways that he does this is through overspending and overeating, through talking too much and trying to control others, through bad decisions that will certainly impact your future, through overcommitting to the wrong things while undercommitting to the right things. The Lord wants you to be energized, peaceful, and purposeful. The Lord wants you to humbly serve others and to have time to spend in prayer. The Lord wants you to be committed to worship and to commit to things like tithing and fasting and reading your Bible. Now, the devil, who is your arch enemy, wants you worn out, run down, and run ragged. In the book of Daniel, when prophesying about the days to come, this is what the very wise leader, King David, said thousands of years ago. He was referring to our enemy. And this is what he said about Satan. Satan will speak out against the Most High and wear down the saints of the Highest One. Do you see it? We saw it with Ahithophel and Absalom in 2 Samuel 17. And now we see David referring to the same thing in Daniel 7.25. Satan is wearing the saints of God down with busyness and the tyranny of the urgent. He's convincing you that you must spin plates. Satan knows that if he can wear you down and have you in a constant state of weariness, that he's more likely to win in your life. Well, how will you lose or what will you lose if Satan convinces you to stay busy? You're you're not going to lose your eternal salvation, but you'll lose your patience and your temper. You might lose your perspective and your peace of mind. You might lose your creativity and your daily disciplines. Some of the questions that I've had to ask myself as a woman, as a mother, as a wife over the years are these. Carol, is it really more urgent to sign up your kids for soccer, baseball, ballet, and piano than it is to place the word of God in their hearts? That's a good question, isn't it, moms? How about this one? Is it really more urgent to go shopping for your 113th pair of shoes than it is to spend time praying for your family, your pastor, 
and the president. I think in the Western world, in this American society, we sometimes look at busyness as an invisible badge of honor, don't we? We mistakenly think that more somehow makes us better. More is just what it says it is. It's simply more. More stuff, more things, more frustration, more busyness. The mistake that we often make is that we're deriving our value from what we do rather than from who we are. We are daughters of the Most High King. We've been made in His incredible image. That's who we are. You know, my friends, just like God has a perfect will for your life, so does the devil. The devil is an expert in trickery, in lying, and in distraction. And so we must make sure that our lives align with God's perfect will for our lives, not the enemy's deception. And so there have been many days of my life when I have declared out loud, the devil is not going to wear me down. I'm going to wear the devil down. Well, that sounds like a profoundly courageous statement, but in practicality, how do we do it? How do we wear the devil down? Well, some of the ways in my life that I've done it is by choosing well so that I don't become weary. I choose time with God rather than time playing games on my smartphone. I speak psalms and hymns and spiritual songs on social media, rather than pontificating my opinions and gossip and frustration with the media and with politics. I invest myself in important eternal pursuits rather than in urgent demands. You know, I have learned, and I think you could quickly learn this too, you will only need to make a few strategic choices to replace your weariness with God's perfect peace. It's when we get to the end of ourselves that we are more apt to surrender our will, our calendar, and our ways to God. Um, Even when you're doing all the right things and none of the wrong things, there will still be days when you're weary. Just ask a young mom. Just ask a widow. Just ask a career woman. You'll become weary of the battle, weary of the responsibility, weary of the challenges. So knowing that weariness often knocks at our door, let's leave King David for a minute and take a look at another Old Testament hero, a man by the name of Gideon, who was an extraordinary leader. He delivered Israel from the Midianites who were among the arch enemies of the people of God. Gideon heard the voice of God and had obeyed God's explicit instructions, leading Gideon to win one of the most compelling battles in all of biblical history. With God's power, Gideon and his band of 300 men had just routed an army of 120,000. What? If that doesn't make you weary, I don't know what will. Let me say that again. With God's power, Gideon and his band of 300 men had just destroyed an army of 120,000. Well, immediately after this improbable victory, the Lord called Gideon's 300-man army to keep pursuing the 15,000 remaining soldiers and their leaders from the Midianites. 
This is what we read in Judges 8.4. Then Gideon and the 300 men who were with him came to the Jordan and crossed over, weary yet pursuing. Oh, stop it. Did you hear that? They crossed over, weary yet pursuing. My friend, if you find yourself in a place of extreme weariness, never stop pursuing God's highest and best for your life. Never give up in times of weariness what you know that God has specifically called you to do. What has God called you to do? He's called you to read the word. He's called you to tithe and to give. He's called you to serve in your body of believers. He's called you to spend time in prayer for others. He's called you to be kind. If Gideon and his men had given up because they were weary, they would have missed one of the greatest victories in all of Israel's recorded history. As I realize that amazing fact, I have to ask myself a question. I wonder what victories I have forfeited because I have given up due to weariness. The final victory that Gideon and his men won ushered in 40 years of peace for Israel. Think about that. I wonder what days of peace I have missed because I have allowed weariness to get the best of me. So my friend, when you're weary, focus on God. Listen for his loving voice. Be obedient. Just keep doing the next right thing and continue to pursue the call of God on your life. Well, if we read further in this story of Gideon, we'll discover the recipe that will strengthen us when we're weary, but still need the strength to pursue. What is it that will fortify us, that will sustain us, that will nourish us? Judges chapter 8, verse 5. Gideon said to the man of Sukkoth, Please give loaves of bread to the people who are following me, for they are weary, and I am pursuing Zebah and Zalmunna, the kings of Midian. When Gideon was running on empty, he knew what he needed. He needed bread. I need bread too. I need the bread of life when I am weary. And so do you. Nothing will satisfy us. Nothing will nourish us. Nothing will strengthen us like the bread of life. The bread of life is the Bible. I need it every day so that I'm not running on empty. My friend, if you're too busy to read the Bible, you are way too busy. The Bible is a high power vitamin that will give you strength when life is intense and when you're weary and stressed out. So today, before you go to bed, open the Bible and partake of its nourishment and discover the strength that was always meant to be yours. You weren't created to be stressed out. You were created to be filled with the strength of the Word of God. Well, as always, if you have any questions for me about today's teaching or about the ministry, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at carol at carolmccloudministries.com. In addition to questions, It would be an honor for me to pray for you. I have a whole team of people around the nation who spend time in prayer for the 
prayer requests that come into the ministry. So if you have a prayer request on your heart today or any time at all, again, you can email me at carol at carolmccloudministries.com. And now, let's close our time together in prayer. Lord Jesus, I love you so much, and I'm praying especially for those women who are feeling stressed out today, who are just feeling like they are on the ledge, that one more thing, and they're going to go crashing down. Lord, would you be their strength? Would you be their stronghold? Father, would you rescue them from the edge of stress? Father, would you give them the gift of the peace that passes understanding? Lord, I pray that you would help all of us to order our days in such a way that we live in partnership, in a peaceful partnership with you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I'll see you next time on A Jolt of Joy.